and then shall the end come. I just got to do the 15th. When ye therefore shall see the abomination and desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in a holy place. Who, who reads, let him understand it. So you saying, don't just read it. When you read, get an understanding of what you're reading. Praise God. The, the, the disciples, they was admiring the building. It was a beautiful building as I was reading. It was a beautiful building, and they admired the building. And they wanted to show God the building. And so how beautiful and magnificent it was. It was a beautiful building. It was, it was built in white marble. And it had all these porches. And God took the chance, what they were telling one of the married the building, he took that time to prophesy to them. And he began telling them, don't just marvel, don't just, don't just um, be so concerned about this building because everything is going to be destroyed. Not one thing is going to be left here. But that's just going to say for us today. We can't be so concerned about our homes and our cars and, you know, the position that we are in and stuff. Because all that stuff is going to pass away. It's all going to be, be gone. And then, so the disciples asked Jesus two questions. They said, tell us when will the end be and when all this is going to come to pass. And Jesus said unto them, see you not all these things, verily I say unto you, there shall not be left one of them stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Okay, the disciples, I already said this, but I'm going to, the disciples admired the, the temple beauty. It was magnificent. Jesus used that occasion to predict the destination, the destruction of the temple. As Jesus sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciple came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of the end, right. of the coming of the Lord, and the end of the world? When would the temple be destroyed? What sign would um, precede Christ's return and the, at the world's end? Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man knows, that no man know, let no man deceive you. Don't be deceived by anyone. Read, it's in, it's in God, it's in the word, it's in the book. In the verse 1 through 14 of Matthew 24, Christ gave nine signs of the last days. The first sign of the last day is false Messiah. Many is going to come and say that they are Christ, but he said, don't be deceived. They're coming in the name of Jesus. Don't be, don't be deceived by them, because there are many going to come in my name. He said, this false Messiah would deceive many. Not a few, but many will be deceived by them. Hallelujah. The second sign is world violence. We are going to hear of so much violence in the world. Christ said, to not, do not be troubled. Don't be frightened. Because they, um, or, or don't be confused. God does not cause violence. Violence is, violence is a passion and evil of men. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Violence and all this destruction come in because men don't want to listen to the scriptures. 
They want to have their own way. So violence is bringing more and more violence within the world. It is not caused by God. And he said, and you shall hear of wars and rumors of war. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So we are going through a lot right now. Every time we look around and turn on the news, there's somebody getting killed. There's carjacking, there's smashing and grabbing. So much is going on in the world. But God said, these things are going to come to pass, but, the world, but it's not time for the world to come to an end yet. The third sign is natural disaster and famine, earthquake, pestilence throughout the world. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be pestilence and earthquake in diverse places. Hallelujah. You know, there's so much violence, you know, and just like um, how the Russians, you know, trying to take over the land. And there's just violence everywhere. Not over there, but it's all over the world. There's so much violence, you know. Even our own people are killing each other, you know. All our young black men, you know, they are dying by the by the sword, you know. A whole generation is lost. They are just being killed one after another, you know, God. There's, there's so much going on. And Lamentation 4 and 9, is talking about the pestilence. It says, those that, are, those that are slain by the sword are better than the one that are slain by hunger. That's in the last days. He said, in the last days, and happened before, that people... It's better if you just die by the sword than to starve to death. Because starvation is a terrible death. Nine, back then, the, the, um, the ladies didn't have food to eat. They, they boil their babies and eat their flesh. Thank you, God. So that'll just tell you how terrible it is. If you want to read this in Lamentation 4, verse 9 through 10, those that are slain by the sword are better than those that are slain by hunger. All these are the beginning of sorrow, birth pain, labor pain, it's the beginning of sorrow. Then shall, they, then shall they be delivered up to be afflicted and shall kill you and you shall be hated, all nations for my name's sake. Just like now, you know, people hate you for no reason. They just don't like you. Don't like the, don't like your manner. Don't like the way you walk. Don't like the way you talk. They don't like the way you dress. They have no reason. They just don't hate. They just don't like you. The genuine believer knows how to pray and commune with God. But if, if you're a genuine believer, you know how to commune and pray with God. A genuine believer knows how to receive strength from God. So when everyone is putting you down, you know, go to the throne. Go to the throne, and God will give you strength. You know, I'm just looking at Mother Coleman. I just love Mother Coleman. We work in this mission together, and if we have anything, Mother Coleman always say, "Just pray about it. Pray about it." To, you know, she like to tell us, "Pray about it." And I just love you, Mother Coleman. <laughs> she don't give you answers. I mean, she don't tell you do this, do that. She. Get your answers from God. That's what she's telling you. Let God answer it for you. <laughs> I think the sixth sign I think I missed is false teachers offering false hope. And many false prophets shall, shall rise and shall 
deceive many. You know, they had, um, well, I'm going to talk about religion, so. You know, there's different religion, and sometimes, you know, if you don't hear what you want to hear, you go to the next church or the next denomination. You know, but God said, don't be deceived, and don't um, follow everyone that's, you know, that's coming in Jesus' name, because everyone is not, is not preaching the truth, and is not following the word of God. The seventh sign is apostrophe, as a great falling away. And because iniquity shall abound and love of many shall rise cold. So, you know, like people, seeing it now, people's not coming to church the way they used to. I'm not saying they're not reading the Bible, but we're not, you know, we're not worshiping together like we used to on Sundays and during the week, you know. So there's a great falling away from the church. Sin is, sin is, is going to increase and the love of many shall grow, wax cold. Revelation 3 and 16 says, because thou art lukewarm, you are not warm and you're not cold. I will spew you out of my mouth. So you got to be the heart of cold. God can't use you if you're lukewarm. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. First Peter 4, 11 and 12 said, if any man speaketh, let him speak as at the oracle of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability God giveth, that God in all things might be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be and dominion forever and ever. The ninth, the, the ninth sign is world evangelism, witnessing. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world, for a witness unto all nations, and then the end shall come. And the end of the world shall at the, come. And and at the end of the world, when would the... Okay, I missed some word. <laughs> God's gospel is, a, is of the kingdom. Of God and is spirited and eternal, spiritual and eternal. God's gospel is unstoppable, and His gospel will be preached. You know, people have tried so many times to stop the gospel, but He said it's unstoppable and it will be preached. Nothing we can do or you can do to stop God's word from being preached. Nothing or no one can stop the gospel from being preached. This gospel will be preached. It will be preached over land. Seeds, it will it will be preached. God gospel is triumphant. This gospel shall be preached in all the world. Hallelujah. The gospel is rapid. Yeah. You know, and I was John five eleven and twelve said, and this is the record that God has given us eternal life, and this is in His Son. He that has the Son has life, and he that has not the Son of God has not life. God did not say that the gospel shall convert the whole world. But what he did say is the gospel shall be preached to the whole world. Not everybody's going to accept the gospel, so it, but everybody will hear it. So it's up to them to whether they hear it or not. But it will, you know, but it will be preached over the whole world. All the world will not accept the gospel, 
but still they shall hear it, whether you preach it or not. And I'm going to read a little more from um, from um, verse 15. I'm going to just read this. I didn't really. When you therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in a holy place. Then let them which is in Judah flee into the mountain. Let him which is on the roof housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which in the field return back to take anything. So otherwise, you say, whatever you're doing when he come, continue doing it because it's too late. You should be ready, not trying to get ready. And woe to them that are with child and they that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall the great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of time, the world to, to this time, no, uh, the, the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. So the church is going to be a great tribulation. It's going to be terrible in those days. And in. Okay. And except those days shall be shortened. There should no flesh be saved. But for the elect. I, I can't see. <laughs> okay. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Verse 23, then if any man shall say unto you, lo, here is Christ, or, or there, believe it not, but there shall rise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were not possible, if it were possible, they shall, they, um, shall de deceive the very elect. So this is going to come in, in those days, and if you're not careful, Hallelujah. you know, they seem like so real, but they are false prophets. He said they can fool the very elect. So. So you got to be prayed up. Hallelujah. Behold, I have, verse 25, Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if ye shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the house, uh, is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the, in the secret chambers, believe it not. So they have all kind of conniving ways for you trying to, to get you to believe them. But he said, be, don't be deceived. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall all also the coming of the Son of Man. For whosoever... For whosoever the carcass is, for wheresoever the carcass is, there will 
be the eagles be departed together. And these last three verses, I think maybe four. I can't see to what I had my eyes done, but I can't see this morning for some reason. After the tribulation of those days shall the sun be, be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from the heaven, and the, and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. Then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great shout of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from the end of the heaven to the other. May God add a blessing to, the, to his word. I, wanted, I just wanted to, to do that, although I didn't have a chance to study the whole page, but I wanted you to hear it because, you know, some people might not, you know, don't read or don't believe everything, you know, but it's right there in the writing, the 24th chapter and the 25th chapter of uh, Matthew. May God add a blessing to his word. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Give God a hand for that word. Amen. Amen. She really, she, she let you, it, listen, that was a word as, as I heard on Thursday night. It may not make you shout, but it'll make you strong. Hallelujah. That ought to make, make should have made somebody strong. Helping you to see what's in the word is happening today. Amen. And it is happening. And gave you information so that you should not be deceived. After hearing that, it was nice and simple so that you should not be deceived. You, have, you are without excuse, so do not be deceived. As another scripture said, God is not mocked. So why should we be deceived? Amen. Give God another hand. Get to your feet as the doors of the church are open. Amen. Give God, come on, give God a hand of praise. Amen. As our choir comes with their song. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Help them sing it, church. Jesus. And God, and if there be anyone, oh God, today that is in need of forgiveness, Father God, I come before you right now in my faith, begging you, oh God, to please forgive them. Not that, but myself too, God. We all need forgiving, oh God. In the name of Jesus, forgive God. Father God, there is also some, oh God, that need healing. And as it says in the book of James, oh God, God, if we, if we come in faith, Pray the prayer of faith. God, I come in faith right now. There are those in the hospital that need healing, oh God. There are those in this church that need healing. There are those in our families, oh God, that need healing. Father God, may not be physical healing, may be sin healing. But also, God, as it said in the word, Father God, help us to get your word, oh God, and preach your word 
and stand in the holy place, God, in the name of Jesus. Let your word go forth and let it be strong, God, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We lift you up, God. We magnify you. And we say thank you, O oh God. We say thank you for Jesus going to the cross. But we also say thank you, O oh God, that he, that he didn't stay dead, that he rose up early on the third day morning, and he rose with all power in his hand. And as it says in his word, that one day they come back to judge the living and the dead. Father God, he may become like a thief in the night to some, but God, but we want to thank you that those of us that know that we are given the opportunity to get prepared today. And I thank you for the word to remind us that we got to get prepared. So when you do come, we, we will not be shocked, but we will do what we are supposed to do. If we are practicing holiness, let us be holiness then. But if we are practicing wickedness, we it be too late then. So let us keep on practicing wickedness. If you show up today, Father God, we thank you, oh God, for you are a loving God, a loving God. That, that while we were yet sinners, that Christ died for us. Oh, God, we thank you, oh, God, in your son Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 And amen.